Alright, welcome to Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. I'm Andy and he is Chad. What's up, Chad? What's happening? Not much. Uh, we've had a little bit of a break here. We haven't recorded in a while. Um, pretty much the you know the biggest reason for that is uh, we've mentioned in the past that we are musicians and so we've had other projects going on and had to pull a little time away, but... It's cool to be uh, to be doing this again, and um, looking forward to this one today. Um, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. For the most part, we're on uh, most platforms out there at this point. Um, so yeah, a lot of ways to reach us. We're on uh, Twitter, Facebook, so you know social media, Instagram. We're on Instagram as well. So you know social media presence. Um, you know, you can, you can reach us at any one of those. Please give us a like, follow, subscribe. We will appreciate it. Uh, so today, um, we're going to get into the Batman. Um, this was up on my most anticipated list for this year. I think it was on yours, Chad's as well. Yep. Um, so, you know, we we were really looking forward to this movie. This is going to be a spoiler review. So if you haven't seen it, this is just the the fair warning right now um, to back out and, and come back after you've seen it. Um, so yeah, this should be pretty fun. I would I would like to uh, first before we jump into it, I would like to do a a bit of a review. And I know you know trailer reviews are you know I know they're not movie reviews, but. Um, the, the trailer for Obi-Wan did just drop. I wouldn't mind, you know, discussing that for a few minutes just because, um, you know, it's a pretty highly anticipated show. The trailer just came out yesterday. We are obviously big Star Wars fans. Um, so, um, you know, I think that'd be, it'd be pretty cool. It's, it's been a, a highly anticipated trailer just it, itself. Um, you know, besides just the show, the trailer has been anticipated. Um, I loved it. I thought that um, I, I thought that the the whole tone of the trailer was. I, I felt like it was Disney trying to tell us, "Hey, this is going to be pretty epic um, with the with the the John Williams score and um, you know just the what we saw in the trailer." There were a couple of things I was surprised we saw already. Um, but it, it looks great. Um, I, you know, there wasn't one thing about it to me that was disappointing, and that's something we'll get into in just a minute. But, Chad, what did you think about the trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi? Oh, I'm pumped. Um, I can't wait for this to come out. I've been waiting a while. Uh, I, I thought it looked great. Uh, again, we got a little bit of Luke uh, in yeah. there, and uh, I can, you, can't get, you can't put too much Luke for me. So, but uh, I think it's going to be great. Uh, I can't wait to see what type of uh, a storyline uh, we get from this, and uh, see what what all characters we get to uh, see, uh, see throughout the story. I, I hate. I mean, it is a limited series, right? So it's not going to be. Uh, I don't think like the Mandalorian, we're going to have multiple seasons. I don't. I, I don't believe. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but uh, for what we do get, I I, I can't wait. Yeah, so it's it's kind of fuzzy on I I've heard four episodes, I've heard six. I don't think there's been an official announcement on it yet. Um, but interestingly enough, you know, Kathleen Kennedy came out and said today that there is a a possibility of a season two. Um, oh, 
Now, I don't know if that whole, you know, this <laughs> Lucasfilm does not have the best track record within the last few years of, of, you know, delivering on its promises of content that it's going to put out. So you just don't ever know. But I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, one thing for me is I would love it. I mean, I'd love 10 seasons of it. Um, for me, it's just, uh, I don't know how much you can play around in that sandbox. You know, uh, yeah. it is such a, uh, a, a small, you know, time frame that you can play around with for the most part. Um, and then there's obviously stuff that came before this that we know, and there's stuff that came after this that we know that, you know, that being the prequel trilogy and then the original trilogy. And then you also have the shows that fit in there. You have the movies like rogue one. So there's already established, you know, story points there. So, you know, there, there's, there's not a lot you can play around with, but maybe there is, I mean, maybe they have a, a strong plan. I mean, um, I know everybody's anticipating this show, so I think, you know, everybody's hoping it'll be a success. I really loved the tone of the trailer. I, you know, the, the thing about this movie, this, uh, this uh, show and the way that they're presenting it, it's going to be Obi-Wan still, I think, reeling from what happened in Revenge of the Sith. Um, it's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, but you can see in like some of the images released, he's still sleeping on, you know, a little tiny mattress in the middle of a cave. You know, he's still having to hide out in robes anywhere he goes. It's obvious from the trailer that the Inquisitors are hunting him. Um, so, you know, it's it, it, the tone of the show seems like it's going to be really interesting. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be like Obi-Wan just basically trying to survive and taking some action because he, he leaves Tatooine as the trailer shows. Um, so that will be pretty cool. I'm interested to see the inquisitors, um, and you know, what kind of role they'll play. Um, you know, I know that the inquisitors have become a big, uh, fan favorite, uh, since, rebels and the the grand inquisitor and you know through video games and all that other stuff you know they've they've become a big part of star wars and the role that they play um so that will be interesting uh and i'm very very excited for vader um very interested to see what vader's gonna do in this show um we keep hearing small things about it um obviously you know, Hayden Christensen is, is returning uh, for the role of Vader. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, what all takes place there. I mean, we obviously know that they don't know about Luke or Leia. So that's not going to be, you know, the thing that, you know, I don't think that's going to be an issue. But um, it will be interesting. It, it'll be interesting, uh, to, to say in the least. Loved the trailer. Loved the music in the trailer. Uh, you know, John Williams. um you know, doing the the duel of the fates and battle of the heroes and some of the stuff we heard uh, for the prequel trilogy. Um, you know, the, it just like I said, it, it just it comes across as extremely epic, and uh, mm-hmm. and so that's that's really uh, what I'm looking forward to the most is getting a, a great story um, 
from a character that I love, uh, from a multiple characters that I love. Um, but yeah, just a short, short trailer review. Now I know that people, I'll sh- shortly address this. Uh, I know people have issue with the, the look of the grand inquisitor Chad, I don't know how much you've been following this or what you know about it. Um, there's this f- big faction of the star Wars fan base that anytime a character from the animated series is brought into live action. They just like <laughs> to complain about the look of the character in live action, completely negating the fact that the live action characters translated to animation never have really looked good for the most part. Um, because it's almost as though there's a difference between animation and live action. I know that's a crazy <laughs> concept. Um, look, I, it doesn't bother me. I, I think he looks fine. Um, doesn't take anything away from me. There is uh, a difference, though. Yeah, I mean, he looks different, for sure. Um, but, you know, these bold statements, like I keep seeing about how it, you know, it just takes away from, you know, almost as though, you know, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, aren't going to be able to take the show seriously. I don't think I could ever take it that far, you know. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with that. The only time that it it did bother me was Solo. Well, right. I, and that's not that's, an animate. That's not an animation, right? It's, it's you know, uh, apples and oranges. But it it to me that was just it, that was too much. Uh, well, you're talking about a specific character and how they look. And do they look enough like that character? That that did completely break it for me. For this, uh, the difference between the two, um, I, eh, eh, it's not going to be that big a deal for me. Right. I mean, it's an animated character that yeah, is no so longer is animated. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's of course it's going to look different. The Yoda in Rebels didn't really look like Yoda. I mean, yeah. sort of did, but not really. You know, like uh, Count Dooku in the Clone Wars didn't, or Palpatine. They didn't really look like their live-action counterparts. But, I mean, if you really think about Rebels, I mean, that was, the animation wasn't really, uh, you know, realistic as in, you know, you're going to have a hard time finding somebody that looks (laughs) like the the animated characters out of that show, I feel like. Well, right. I mean, and I think that it's meant to look different. And I think that's the point is that it's meant to clearly look a little different. They're not trying to copy one for one from live action to animation. And I think the same as should be said for animation to live action. They're not going to, it's not the exact same. When the grand inquisitor popped up in the trailer, (laughs) I knew, I knew who he was, you know? Yeah. So pardon me. No, you're good. Uh, so for me, like that's enough. I immediately knew who the character was. Yeah. So you know, I and look, I get it. He didn't look great. He doesn't look exactly like the guy. And there's some things they could have added. I get it. But I don't think it's worth the controversy that it has sparked. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> I say all that to say this. I don't. I don't. I just don't think it's worth the trouble that it's caused. Um. No, but but two, I, I think I think what we've seen from Star Wars all the way back for I mean it's been decades now is 
you're not going to please everybody, and the most vocal people are going to be the folks who are not pleased. Right, and that just sort of has become what Star Wars is nowadays. And like I said, if you're the type of person who really has an issue with it, that's fine. You know, to each his own. I'm not. I'm not. You know, really trying to tell anybody that they should think differently. I'm just saying, uh, if you're allowing that to take away from the show overall, you know, I think that's sort of just a, a you problem. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think that it's a big deal. Um, I think it's fine. Uh, so, uh, you know, but I, I sort of, uh, briefly wanted to touch on that, uh, just because it's such a, a hot topic right now. Um, trailer, trailer looks great. I don't want them to give us much more to be honest. I, I would honestly prefer just keep Vader out of it. Keep Hayden Christensen out of it, out of the, the trailers. Um, I know from rumors that I think he's going to be in every episode. Uh, so I mean, I'm sure sure he'll be a big part of the series. Yeah, but I have no doubt in my mind we're going to see some epic Vader stuff, and I would prefer just not to see that. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, I'm, even I'm with the Luke that. stuff, like I didn't need you to show me Obi Wan looking over Luke. You know, I I could have been fine saving that for the show. Um, yeah. But yeah. it's not a big deal. You know, it, it, that's really a small thing. It's not a big deal. The trailer was great. It did what it needed to do, except for the, you know, the whole uh, Grand Inquisitor controversy. Um, well, and, and I'm with you. You know, the less we see, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't want to blow everything through the trailers. I want to see it as it happens in the show. And a show like this, I mean, Obi-Wan, I don't think you even <laughs> need a lot of hype in no. trailers. I mean, for what it is, people are going to be hyped already. Just tell us when it's going to release and let us go watch the thing. It's going you don't to, need to hop it with the be trailers. the most watched thing they've put on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think it will blow the Mandalorian and Boba Fett out of the water in terms of viewers because so many more people will be familiar with it. Yeah. You know, just the content that they're dealing with. So, uh, yeah, and you're two months away. You've made it this far. There's no need to just do a marketing dump right now, you know, yeah. for a show that you've already got people hooked to. Um, so I'm excited for it. I think it'll be, I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, we're getting closer and closer to that release date, and I'm going to be like a kid on Christmas morning when that, when that show drops. Um, oh, the only yeah. thing that sucks is, uh, I it, I would binge watch it immediately. <laughs> so, I, that that whole waiting every week is gonna be rough on this show. But yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, that thoughts? was the nice thing about streaming because you know with live TV you have to wait each week, but live streaming you can dump everything and just go binge it. But now they're yeah. reverting back to well, one a week. It's like, why well, don't like that? Right? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not sure why they do it. I'm assuming it's probably just so you won't subscribe to Disney Plus, binge watch the show, and unsubscribe. Um, then but with more content, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I mean, do you have any other, any last thoughts on the uh, on the trailer before we move on? No, I'm I'm like I said, I'm just pumped to to see it. So. Yeah. Can't wait. It's going to be cool. All right. No uh, more trailers. 
Yeah, no more. I, I really don't need any more. That's it's perfect. They released a video of uh, Vader today from the show. I was like, don't oh, even want to see it. Yeah, it really didn't even need that. Um, all right, uh, let's move over into the Batman. Uh, you and I saw this movie last weekend. Um, give me, uh, give me your initial thoughts for. Well, I hey, hold on, hold on. Let, let's let's start that over. Where do you stand with the character of Batman? What Batman movies that have come out before do you, are you sort of more drawn to than others? And um, you know, as far as Batman as a character, where does he stand with you in terms of superheroes? As far as superheroes, he has always been uh, my favorite um, growing up. You know, with a second um, after him come comes Spider Man, uh, but he's always been my favorite. Um, you know, when I was when I was younger, the uh, you know the Michael Keaton Batman was coming out, and that was uh, that was my one of my first uh, uh, encounters with Batman. I, I remember watching old reruns of the the Adam West Batman. That, that was okay. But then you got the Michael Keaton. It was it was dark, and I was just a kid. But it was darker, it was grittier, and it was just it was just cool. Uh, and then you you know the 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 second Michael Keaton one, and it it was good. Yeah, I liked it. And then after that, you had Val Kilmer. It was it was okay. And then it just started going downhill. Um, and I didn't care for those later ones. And I think they were trying to revert back to, uh, you know the the campy Adam West ones, but. Um, yeah, he's, he's one of, he is my favorite, uh, superhero, even though he doesn't really have superpowers, but, uh, yeah, he is, he, he is it for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Michael Keaton. I, I do like the first one a lot. I like the sequel, um, Batman Forever with uh, Val Kilmer and uh, Jim Carrey and, and Tommy Lee Jones. I enjoy that movie for what it is. It's super campy, um, yeah. but I can watch it. I don't like the Clooney Batman uh, yeah. or the movie at all. Um, you know, I just it's it's not for me personally. It's a little yeah. too campy um, to the point where it's almost unwatchable. <laughs> um, I'm a massive fan of the Christian Bale trilogy oh um, yeah 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 yeah. i love the direction they went with the character super dark a little more realistic style of movie um obviously the dark knight is just a masterpiece of a, of a superhero film and you know rightfully so it's you know heath ledger just knocked it out of the park with his portrayal of the joker um and i like christian bale i thought he did a pretty good job as batman mm-hmm. um and I enjoy those movies a lot. Um, so that's, you know, sort of for me where I stand on it. Um, Batman is my favorite DC, uh, superhero. Spider-Man has always been my favorite Marvel superhero. So, um, you know, Batman's, it's a character I really like. Um, you know, I've always loved the dark tone of the character and, you know, the fact that he is, more so Batman than he is Bruce Wayne. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like he doesn't even want to be Bruce Wayne. He just wants to be Batman, um, which has always been very interesting to me. Um, so, I, you know, I really like the character. 
and uh, playing off of that into uh, the new the the new movie, what's your uh, initial thoughts on uh, the Batman? So the Christian Bale trilogy was my favorite. Uh, Christian Bale was my favorite Batman. I, I loved, uh, like I said, uh, uh, Michael Keaton. But like you said, when the Christian Bale uh, trilogy came out, I thought this this one's awesome. Uh, it's more realistic. It's more it's more gritty. It's darker. Uh, this is the Batman we've been waiting for until the Batman came out. And now that one is my favorite. I was very hesitant and skeptical when I heard Robert Pattinson was going to be Bruce Wayne Batman. Um, You know, because Ben Affleck came out and I was like, well, I was really skeptical of of him being the Batman. I watched those movies. It wasn't bad. It wasn't Clooney. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, I mean, he didn't do a horrible job. I just didn't, you know, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't great for me. But when I heard Robert Pattinson, I was like, uh, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but I thought I'll give it a try. And, uh, he did not disappoint. I thought the, the, if you go back to what Batman is, which is, you know, the world's greatest detective and, you know, he started out in detective comics um, this is, this is, this gets back to the roots. I feel like for me, uh, throughout the whole movie. And like you said about, uh, uh, his real persona is Batman. I mean, do you, I, I don't really recall him being out of the cowl and out of the cape that much in the movie. Do you, I mean, there was, there was some instances, but it wasn't, it wasn't that much. No, you know, Alfred uh, mentions to him early on in the movie that he's got like some shareholder meeting or something like that, and he's, you know, just blowing it off. And, you know, mm-hmm. Alfred goes on that spiel about, you know, you have to, uh, you know, be Bruce Wayne or, or something to that, too. And you can tell he's just not interested in it. Yeah. Um, he's He still seems very angry uh, at the world uh, and sort of his circumstances. And, you know, He's, he's a very angry Batman, kind of like, you know, the character should be. And uh, it works well with the, with the dark tone of the movie. I did forget to mention the Ben Affleck Batman. I just, it never worked for me. I, I didn't bother me. I didn't really dislike him. Um, it, it was just the fact that he had Batman versus Superman. And then he had Justice League. And it was kind of like, you know, he just never got to be Batman. It was just sort of him always being a part of a bigger story. And to me, I'm a much bigger fan of starting off with the origin stories and the character, um, single character driven stories first and then doing the, the, the super groups. Yeah, and DC sort of took the alternate route on that, which is something that Marvel has now, over the last few years, started doing um, as well. And I'm just not as big a fan as that. I like starting off with their own movies and building it all into the the franchise super team up movies. Personally, yeah, I agree, and I think they were just trying to get. I I feel like they got uh, caught with their pants down by Marvel, and they right. were trying to get in on that bandwagon when they could. 
and yeah. Marvel was leaving them in the dust, and they just had to just throw something out there. And maybe I'm wrong on that, but I feel like that's what was going on. Well, and that's why I think his Batman never got a fair shake. Um, yeah. Affleck's. I just didn't. I didn't care for it as much. I, I mean, part of it was that his villain was the Joker, who was just not very good. Um, I feel like yeah. that plays into it as well. But, uh, yeah, I just, it, it didn't work for me very well. I also, uh, loved this movie. I thought it was, uh, it, it went for a, a, a dark horror type of tone and I think it did a great job with it. Um, the way it took, uh, the Riddler and which has always been an interesting character. We've obviously seen that portrayal more recently uh uh with with jim carrey uh, which that was a little more campy but you took mm-hmm. this and made it more of like a zodiac type oh, of yeah. uh type of thing uh which was extremely interesting mm-hmm. um kind of like you mentioned i liked the detective part of it i liked that batman was only a couple of years into it at this point and so he didn't have everything down pat um, you know, you could tell he was still new to some of what he was doing. Um, yeah, I just, the whole movie just really worked for me, um, in terms of a Batman movie. I thought it was interesting from start to finish. I thought that Robert Pattinson did an excellent job mm-hmm. playing the role. I thought that Andy Serkis as, as Alfred was a great choice. I thought he yeah. did a great job. Uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler, I thought he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, I thought he did a great job, even though I have my issues with that whole storyline. Yeah. Um, we'll get into in just a minute. Um, I thought Zoe Kravitz did good as the Catwoman. I mm-hmm. thought... Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I thought everybody did a good job. I thought it was well-directed. I thought the story was good, was well-written. I thought, you know, they really tried to keep it smaller scale, I feel like, which worked. Um, and yeah, it was just in, in a day and age where it seems like there's a new Batman movie coming out every year. It was cool to see a, a new, interesting take on the character, which, sort of pulls it back to its roots. Yeah. Um, and, and so I really appreciated that. Um, yeah. So what did you think about uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler? Uh, my first, um, I guess the first movie I saw him in was There Will Be Blood, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, he did a good job in that for, for what his character was. Uh, I, again, I, it sounds like I'm skeptical of everybody. I was skeptical of, um, him being in that role, but then, you know, some of the trailers came out and you saw how they were portraying it. Uh, and that did change my mind even before the movie came out, how they were doing, like you said, how they were taking it on as a, as more of a Zodiac. There were so many similarities, um, between the Riddler and the Zodiac and the way he played that role. Um, I think he knocked it out of the park. I think he did a, an excellent job. Do you think it's up there with uh, Heath Ledger's performance? Because I know that's like the big talking point right now. That's, uh, 
Um, I think it's too soon, personally. Yeah. I don't I agree. I, I'll say this. I don't think it was as good as Heath Ledger's Joker, but I also don't think that's a fair comparison. Yeah. That was such an iconic, um, an iconic performance. Um, and we have I, I agree. the benefit of hindsight on that as well. It's been, you know, what, like 14, 15 years since that movie came out. So, you know. But I will say this. The Joker has, I mean, not the Joker, but the Riddler has never been portrayed in film or TV the way he was in this movie. It has always been, like you said, kind of campy, uh, you know, just kind of uh, not not always silly, but, but sort of, where this was a more serious, sinister, uh, he, was, he was a killer. Um, it was, the, 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 the way they did the character is is what is what made it. Now Paul Dano did a great job, but when you're comparing the Joker to the to the Riddler in this movie, the Joker is the Joker. Everybody knows what to expect because you know I, I say that you know he's the way he's portrayed. Heath Ledger did an amazing job uh, with the Joker. He made it his own, and he brought even even more of this uh, insanity and uh, chaos to the role. But to me, the, what, the way they wrote uh, the Riddler in this uh, far, far exceeds any version of the Riddler that's been out there, in my opinion. Oh, I'll agree with that 100%. He felt like a, a very dangerous threat in this movie. Yeah. Um, every time you saw him or heard from him, um, you know, it, it was a, a very... Um, it's a very threatening portrayal of a character that's typically going more of the campy route, um, yeah. which is interesting to see. Um, so some of my issues with the movie, I, I didn't have a lot, and they're not huge issues, so I want to stress that first. that These are not like back-breaking issues. I obviously, I, I loved the movie. Um, didn't really under, you know, I... So uh, I'm sure a lot of people out there disagree with this, but I I wasn't really sure what the penguin was doing in the movie. <laughs> um, it sort of felt like they just put him in there to put him in there. Um, I know he had a, a part in the story, but he is just as big of a villain as Riddler. Oh yeah. So it kind of felt odd the role that he played. Um, so that to me that was kind of odd. Now Colin Farrell did an outstanding job playing him. And oh my if, gosh, yeah, if, you wouldn't have known it. Well, yeah, if you would have shown me the whole movie and then gave me a thousand guesses as to who was playing that role, I would never have guessed Colin Farrell. Yeah, um, he he did an, an outstanding job. I thought, um, you know, they went kind of like the. Uh, the Christopher Nolan movies that kind of went more realistic with him. So he, you know, he de definitely was not Danny DeVito's version of the pink one. <laughs> you know? Um, oh, yeah. It was uh, worlds different. Um, but, um, yeah, I, you know, I really didn't understand at the end of the day, what his purpose was. I also sort of feel the same way about Catwoman. um, 
again, I know she played a part in the story, mm-hmm. but um, it, it, I don't know. It just felt like, you know, I mean, I don't, may, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't remember her actually fighting that much. I mean, I remember her being more so Selena Kyle than she was the Catwoman fighting people. Yeah. Um, and I maybe mean, there I'm was wrong. some, there was some, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It, it was, it was more Selena versus. I mean, there were some instances where she was the Catwoman and there was some fighting, but it wasn't, it wasn't like the majority of the screen time. I guess I'm just thinking of like Nicole Kidman's Catwoman from Batman Returns, or not Nicole Kidman. I'm Michelle sorry, Pfeiffer. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. My bad. Um, they look. Uh, I think they look a lot alike. I think it's what it is. Um, but anyway, um, uh, I guess I'm thinking of like her portrayal, mm-hmm. where it was very much a huge part of the story. Uh, and I get it. The tone of the, the films are very different, but um, I don't know. It just, I don't, I, it felt like she didn't do a whole lot to me other than just be a, a way for Batman to get inside of some of these clubs and get some in, information. Um, it really felt like, um, it really felt like that was sort of the, the route they went with her. Mm. Um, but, you know, um uh maybe that's just me maybe it is um but i I do remember walking out of the theater uh thinking about that uh the uh, the last thing i had um a small issue with and you and i talked about this briefly was the at the end of the movie it felt like the pacing got a little bit choppy um there were at least six times I thought the movie was about to end and then yeah. it just went on. <laughs> and it kept on giving. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, okay, the movie's over. Nope. Like it's next scene. And then, okay, the movie's <laughs> over. Nope. Next scene. And so I didn't mind it because I enjoyed the movie, but it just, it felt super choppy to me. It, it felt like they just kind of threw some scenes together, you know, in any order. Um, yeah. And, and, um, you know, like I said, not a big deal, but I did notice it immediately upon watching the movie. So, um, that that was certainly there. Um, I mean, like like you're saying the end and and we already said there, there's spoilers for this. Of course, we've already been talking about this stuff, but the actual ending, um, to me, I felt like there was a huge plot hole. What was that? Well, you know, because the, the. Everything is flooding. The water's flooding in. Um, and they, they're they all gathering this, uh, I guess, it I, was it, a, it was an arena? So yeah. It was, it was an arena because of the, the, the campaign. Uh, and water's flooding in. And you think Batman, you know, they're, Batman's uh, uh, about to die. And then he goes down and he say, it, he lifts up that stuff and he saves the people. But I'm like, and it was like, all right, he saved the day. But it's like, with that, didn't the whole point was the whole city was flooding, right? So yeah, you got the people out of that uh, that metal wreckage. But where are you going to go? <laughs> I don't feel like I could ever explain that, or maybe I missed it. I mean, they showed us a short clip of, I guess it would be like the National Guard showing up to evacuate people. 
uh, and Batman was helping them. But yeah, I mean, for me, it was like, because they catch the Riddler and you're like, well, this can't be the end of the movie. I mean, he's obviously, he gave himself up essentially. Um, yeah. And the, then, way, and the way they caught him is like, wow, that it was to me, it was kind of anticlimactic. Right. It was a little quick. And then, um, and then obviously he had rigged up the vans to blow, to blow the dam. So the, the city would flood. And then you're like, okay, so I guess this is the big climax of the film is Batman's going to try to save people. And then it was like, well, no, he had all these followers and now they're gathered at the arena where they knew people was going to come to and they're going to try to shoot them. And you're like, okay. And then Batman shows up and fights them and then he gets uh, shot with a shotgun and beat up pretty good. And then you're like, okay, so I guess he's going to need some help here. Uh, and then, you know, he stabs himself with like, I guess, like an adrenaline shot and gets yeah. up and fights. And then you're like, okay, I guess this is the end. And then it's like, oh, no, there's an electrical cable swinging over the water. And he jumps down and uses, uh, you know, like a batarang or whatever to cut it in half. And then it looks like it kills him. And you're like, oh, well, that's weird. Is he dead? And it's like, no, he immediately jumps up. And then you're like, oh, now there's some people trapped over here. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go get those saved. And then it's like, all right, they're saved. Um, <laughs> and it was just like, it was, I all, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like super, you know, I was like, what? This kind of feels like extremely small scenarios or I guess relatively, you know, large scenarios that just keep happening back to back to back. And there's not like really a progression here. It's just like things keep happening uh that have almost nothing to do with each other uh yeah and, and i will uh, say this all the villains i bet they dumped a crate of ammo into batman and he just kept coming kept coming and that, i know it's a movie but i'm incredible. like shoot him in the face wearing a piece of leather around his face you think you named for that <laughs> Um, I mean, he did get shot with like a 12 gauge buckshot right in the chest. And I'm like, you didn't survive that. (laughs) It blew you back like 10 feet. Um, (laughs) You know, and I realize it's a movie, but it's, uh, I don't know. At some point you're like, just, just shoot him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I know that sounds like we're dragging the movie. I did, I did enjoy the movie. I thought, it was oh very yeah, good. I just thought towards the ending it could have been a little better. Um, the ending, yeah, the ending could have been, could have flowed uh, a little better. But as far as the, you know, the first ninety percent, um, to me, it knocked it out of the park. Well, and another thing too, uh, well, listen, the whole interrogation scene between. Batman and the Riddler was awesome. They both killed that. And that was really cool. And I want to give props to that. It did remind me a lot of the interrogation scene from the dark Knight. Very good. It was actors at the top of their game. Well-written. You get my props for that. Mm -hmm. I didn't really enjoy the whole, Oh, the Joker's here too, you know, and, and they're talking to each other for a couple of different reasons. Number one, he didn't, I mean, he didn't sound great, the Joker. Like, it didn't, you know, it sounded like kind of a very generic Joker to me. 
But it never came out and said it was the Joker. It more implied, well, right? Yeah, it was one of those like this is obviously I think who the, who it is, but right. Um, uh, they didn't outright show him. I mean, they they um, showed part of his face because there was yeah. definitely some some makeup and prosthetics there. So it just made me wonder. They're implying maybe the Joker in 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 at some installation later of the uh, which I hope is going to be a franchise. But it just made me wonder, maybe not the Joker, but maybe one of his uh, henchmen or something. Because well, it would make just sense saying, this is what the Joker is looks like, and it just didn't look or sound at all. Like right. It. Well, it would make sense that he already exists, just because that you had the henchman at the beginning that had clown makeup on. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's not that far fetched to believe that that's his, you know, henchman. Um, which again, and that's something we didn't talk about. I loved the whole, that whole opening sequence with like all these different crimes being committed mm-hmm. and the bat light in the sky and you don't know which one he's going to show up to. Yeah. And all these criminals are like kind of terrified by, and you know, Batman's, you know, with the voiceover saying it's not just a signal, it's a warning. Um, I thought that was incredible. Oh, I thought yeah. that that really captured the essence of Batman very well. And when he walks out of the shadows and just proceeds to beat the crap out of those guys, I thought that was really well done. No, um, I, I totally agree. Cause he, he stepped out and he just didn't punch the guy once and knock him out. He got on. I mean, he just kept just laying. You could tell he just had, uh, I don't know. It just some, some pent up anger and he was letting it out and just letting the guy have it. That was, he broke was his cool. own code. He killed that man. <laughs> I mean, there's no man's going to survive that many punches to the face. We know what kind of armor he's wearing. The man can take a 12 gauge straight to the chest. Imagine getting beat in the face with that, uh, you know, with the full force of a full grown man. I mean, he was, he beat that man senseless. Um, but no, that was really cool. It, he was intimidating. Oh yeah. Um, it really, really played into the dark tone and what they were going for. They, they just nailed it. I, like I said, I loved the whole aspect of, um, there are various crimes throughout the city. You don't know which ones he's going to show to. It's even in the voiceover. He says, I can't stop everybody, but that's kind of the point is you don't ever know when I'm going to show up. Um, and I loved that. I thought that was yeah. great. I thought that was really well done. And for a movie to kick off like that was perfect. It really sold you on him as the Batman immediately. And then you didn't have any problem buying into it for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, well, so. and you make a good point about the narration. He's, you know, this is the, the one Batman movie movie worth it with the voiceover where he's narrating. And yeah. to me, that was a callback to the old uh, uh, noir uh, detective movies, you know, the old black and white where you've got the voiceover and there, you know, and this, that, and that's what he is. He's a detective. So that was just another tie into that genre of uh, noir and um, the, 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 the old detectives. So I thought that I, I really liked that aspect of the movie. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and it and it reminded me a lot of in uh, Batman Begins um, when he's first when Christian Bale's first Batman, and you have this these uh, 
thugs that are just you know dealing with this cargo shipment and all one by one they keep disappearing and you know he jumps on top of the car and grabs i think it was falcone and he's like i'm batman and how cool that was that batman was just picking people off in the shadows and being batman it was cool to see that for like a whole movie basically which is what this was um not the whole movie because obviously like we said he did the detective work too but this was like that turned up to 10 because oh, yeah. that's always been one of my favorite parts of Batman Begins is that one sequence. And this just turned it up a whole lot. And I think Matt Reeves just really understands what the character is. And he did a really good job leaning into certain aspects like that and like the whole detective work thing. I think he he really found a good way to lean into the the really cool uh, rooted aspects of Batman and why people love the character. Yeah, for sure. But go, you know, but going back to the Joker though, I, to me, and this is just me and people may disagree with me and that's totally fine. I feel like you, I feel like it's time to give the character a rest for just a little bit. Um, I loved Jack Nicholson. I love, Heath Ledger, obviously. I loved Joaquin Phoenix. Didn't care for Jared Leto, but he was still a version. Yeah. You obviously have Mark Hamill, who's playing the animated versions. You have like the Gotham version of Joker. It just feels like the character is beginning to be overplayed a little bit to me. Um, and I just don't know that you need to pull another one out of your hat right now to be honest i think that there's a lot of batman villains that you can explore um and and so you know to me it's just like i don't know i don't know why you would i don't know why you would make like a sequel to this movie and just make it a joker movie especially since there's like a joker 2 coming out with joaquin phoenix Mm -hmm. um because i feel like your joker has a good chance of being inferior to his joker and that would sort of not put you in a good light. You know, if your movie where you have a Joker fighting Batman, your Joker is not as good as uh, another version of Joker that we're seeing on screen at the same time. Right. But that's just me. That's my personal opinion. Um, I love the character of Joker. He's my favorite Batman villain. But again, I, don't, I just don't. It feels like they're trying to make lightning strike again. Um, like they did with Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, you know, and maybe they're not. Maybe that was just a small cameo and that's all it's going to be. And that's fine. But uh, that just, that's my opinion, though. I mean, what, well, you know, what he will come up at that? some point. Well, I mean, the Joker is the most iconic uh, Batman villain. When you think of Batman, you think of Joker, right? He is uh, the, the arch nemesis. Uh, right. It has been done a lot, but that's because that's, you know, he is his, uh, again, like I said, arch nemesis. Um, now, whether it's true or not, so what I've heard the, the rumors are, even though he had that, ca- or whoever that was in the movie, who they made you think it might have been Joker or some connection to the Joker. Um, there was, there's been mentioned that uh, in the sequel, if there is a sequel, which I would be highly surprised if there's not, but uh, they talked about the Court of Owls, 
uh, even the actors themselves, they were in a, uh, the, you know, uh, uh, Pattinson, Kravitz, and uh, Dano, they were in an interview together, all three, and they each mentioned uh, the Court of Owls. So, and they said, uh, you never know, they might have been in the, in the first movie. So, they were hinting at that. So, it, even though they hinted at, uh, or made you think it could be the Joker in the next one, though they heavily hinted it could be the Joker in the next one, um, kind of th- I, I don't feel like it will be. I feel like he will be in there at some point, and they might uh, bring him in a little bit in each movie and just build it up to a larger climax, maybe. I don't think they're going to go straight to Joker. In my opinion, we'll see. I could be wrong, but yeah, um, it doesn't seem like they will. Like you said, there's been a lot of smoke around the the Court of Owls um, theory. Um, I've heard a lot of people calling for them to do Iceman. You know, uh, I I don't know. It depends how you... on how they do it. I would have thought the same thing with the uh, with the Riddler. But they knocked it out of the park. So if they treat Iceman like they did the Riddler in like a totally new take, I would be open to it. I'm open to it. I mean, I like the idea of taking campy characters and making them a little more serious. I mean, you look at even like Jack Nicholson was campy in the first Batman to a certain degree. Um, And he was still great at it. Well, I mean, you know, driving down the street, pl- playing the Prince song, and you know, then he some killed of the, everybody. C- certain aspect. <laughs> I mean, it was still dark, but there was a. I mean, it, it's kind of like Jim Carrey as the Riddler in Batman Forever. He was killing people, but it was still yeah. super campy about it, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I and I'm not saying Jack Nicholson's Joker was to that level because he certainly wasn't. Um, but then you got Heath Ledger, and they went way more dark with him. Yeah. Um, they turn that up. And I think you could do that with some of these other characters. Even somebody as outlandish as, you know, the Iceman. Um, I think you could, I think, I think maybe they could pull it off. Whether they'll even go down that road, I don't know. Um, I doubt it. I think this is just sort of fan theory, but um, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I, I have heard a lot about the Court of Owls, so I, I would not be shocked at all if that's where they go. Especially because I don't think you've seen that yet uh, in the movies. Um, so that would be interesting. Uh, I wouldn't mind a Two-Face character. Um, you know, again, I knew I know you did that briefly in The Dark Knight. And then you obviously had Tommy Lee Jones, uh, his portrayal. But, um, and then, I'm trying to think. We need a gritty dark egghead yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, hold on let me uh let me google search here for a minute sorry folks this is um but i feel like i don't i in my opinion i don't think you're going to see um any of the characters from now on reverting back to any of their campy versions uh, I feel like with each installation of Batman, it gets uh, darker and darker. And I think that's what what people are wanting. The audience is wanting. You did revert back. You did go from Adam West to, um, to, to Michael Keaton and then turn around and go to, you know, it went way camp in those later films. But I think, you know, I think that proved, 
I don't think they did as well, right? It was more, everybody thought it was more of a kid's movie, uh, you know, with the Iceman and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and it was. Uh, but then when you get to Christian Bale, there was no campiness in any bit of that. Uh, and then you get to Ben Affleck and it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't campy, but it wasn't dark. It was different. And then you get to the Batman and it, it, it went even darker than, uh, the Christian Bale trilogy. So I don't think you're going to see, uh, uh, them reverting back to any character being campy. I think they're going to try to take each character and write them in that, in that dark way, like they did with the Riddler. So I would be open to any villain at this point if they keep that same trend and uh, take a unique approach at it. I think that would be pretty cool. I'd be I'd be curious to see what they would come up with. Yeah, I, I mean the issue they have is I think is obviously the Joker's been done, the Riddler's been done, Two Face has been done, the Penguin's been done, Catwoman's been done, Bane's been done. Um, You've had, I think, one iteration of Poison Ivy, which was in the uh, the, the Clooney uh, Batman. You had Scarecrow. Um, you've had uh, Mister Freeze. Excuse me, I've been calling him Ice Man. I think Ice Man's a better name than Mister Freeze, personally. Well, that's um, a, that's a Marvel character. Spider Man and his amazing friends. <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong. In uh, the uh, the uh, Suicide Squad movie, not the the uh, maybe he's in the newest one too, but the the first one, Killer Croc's in that, right? Or is that a different character? He's in. I hmm. Let's see, I think it's Killer Croc. I don't recall honestly. I watched the Suicide Squad movies once each. I didn't care for either one of them, to be honest. The second one, to me, I, I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan of those. I kind of um, liked the first one better. Uh, you know, maybe that was just me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of weird on the DC stuff because I like some of the stuff that people uh, don't like. Um, well, and you know how we keep talking about, uh, you know, all these characters—they keep being done to death. But it's like, what other superhero? Um, has had as as many movies as Batman has with as many renditions and as many actors. I mean, when, when, once you look at how many times they've, they keep rebooting Batman and I'm totally fine with it. Reboot it as much as you want because I can't get enough of Batman, but as many times they reboot, uh, I mean, at some point, you know, you, you are recycling the, the, the villains because I mean, you have to, I, I think that's, yeah, you have to. Yeah, so it was the Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. So I guess we've seen him in live action, just not like fighting Batman. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, yeah, you. Uh, the point is, you you only have so long a list of uh, of of villains to fight. Um, and I know there are others. I was just naming some of the the highlights. Mm -hmm. um, but um, the point is, is that whatever they do. Um, I'm, I'll be open to it if it's interesting. Um, yeah. I just don't know that it needs to be the Joker. Um, right. You know, I, I would almost say like do the scarecrow again or something before you go back to the Joker. Just because. calendar man. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, um, that's just uh, sort of my thought on the subject. Yeah. I, 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 I did love the tone of the movie. I loved the score of the movie. Um, I thought that was really well done. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. Amazing. Thought that, that played a big part into it. The way the movie was lit again, it was very, I, I made the joke. Uh. I think there was like one light bulb in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's just very dark and, uh, you know, they, I think they, sh- I think they did a good job with it. Um, it did. I mean, it, it literally just delivered on what I th- had hoped it would be. Um, it didn't disappoint me at all. Um, and, and yeah. I am excited to see a sequel. I, I'm really excited to see, um, his version of Batman again and, uh, and see where they take it. And, uh, you know, hopefully, Hopefully the, you know, I know, I think I've heard they're thinking of just doing a trilogy. Um, so I hope that, um, you know, I hope that they, they do just as good, good a job, if not better, um, on the sequels to this as, as, as this one was, it seems to be a very much loved movie. I think it's popular. I think people are enjoying it. Yeah. Um, so I think that we're not alone. And our admiration for it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just sort of the the uh, the opinion as far as I'm concerned. Is I, I, I loved this movie. I thought it was great. I thought that, uh, you know, I, I thought it was, it was exactly what um, I think it needed to be to work really well without um, retreading old ground, essentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, I, that's I agree. Um, again, it's probably my favorite Batman movie. And you, t- you mentioned the soundtrack. It was so just the main Batman theme was so simple, but so yeah. effective. It was similar. It, it, not a horror thing, but it was just a, uh, a dark dreary uh, theme. Uh, and it just fits so well with the tone of the movie. It was just, it was, it was, it was cool in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can tell they, they definitely had a goal for what they wanted to go for. Um, and as far as tone and, uh, they hit it, I think, uh, very well. And, um, you know, uh, I think the, the idea of Gotham and, you know, the corruptness of it, I think is, is always been really cool and they really, did a good job nailing that. I mean, the character of Batman's one thing, but you, I think you also have to nail the environment. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I think they did a, a great job with that, uh, as well, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, any, uh, any last minute thoughts on the, on the movie before we wrap it up? Um, like I said, I, my favorite Batman movie to date, I like the different take. They, they went with, more of the the horror tone and how they treated the Riddler and how it was more a callback to, you know, the, the detective Batman and uh, the noir in it. Um, I thought they knocked it out and this is probably not going to be a, I'm probably alone in this, but I, if, if I could have my way, uh, I think I would rather have uh, a series show 
uh, of the Batman. I mean, because you're not going to need a ton of, of CGI effects and stuff like that. But a, an ongoing uh, series uh, that really focused on the detective side uh, of uh, of the Dark Knight. Um, I think that would be awesome. You get more content. Uh, I think to me that would be just a live action Batman movie. I mean, they've done it with you know with other superhero characters. I don't know why they couldn't do you know in other franchises. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really easy to do. You already have uh, you know other characters, but that's my my opinion. I this renewed my my love for uh, Batman movies and excitement in in the Batman franchise. Of course, like I said, he's always been my favorite, but this just gave it a, a whole new new flavor to me. So, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to a show at all. Um, I mean, they are doing a penguin show. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. Uh, so that's, they're sort of spinning it off and doing a, a show for the penguin, which makes sense to me. Uh, it did. Like I said, I don't, I didn't feel like his character did much in this movie. So I could see where they were just trying to use that as a way to spin it off into a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, at minimum, you'll get that. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. Um, I know they said they're going for a trilogy. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see uh, how, how that shakes out and, and you know, what interesting uh, new details and ideas they can bring to the table for this iteration of the character. Um, so that's all I have for this one um enjoyed it enjoyed the movie um if you haven't seen it i don't know why you just listen to all this but uh go out and see it and uh you know hopefully you'll enjoy it as well too um and i think now we move closer to as far as new movies i think we move closer to top gun too so that's exciting um so you know we're pretty excited about that if it Um, doesn't get moved again (laughs) yeah yeah, I just saw where they just moved like the Flash movie again. Yeah, I saw to, that. Back to next year. They moved the Shazam movie uh, up a year, though, right? I haven't seen that. Maybe so. Um, I think that's what I saw. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> move <laughs> that movie up and move the flashback. Um, but anyway. Um, All right, guys, thanks for joining us. This has been Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes, and we'll see you later.